You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Where you'll get proven strategies to start and grow your online business from in the trenches digital entrepreneurs. EntrepreneurIgnited.com. Launch your online business. Live your dreams. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast just designed to skip all the hype, skip all the BS, bring you real actionable tips and strategies from real digital entrepreneurs to help you grow your business and income on the internet. This is your host, Derek Gale. And today we're going to be talking about webinars and how to start leveraging, uh, what, frankly, one of my favorite tools for uh, for growing your digital business. And our, our guest today slash webinar expert is uh, the founder of MarketLikeANerd.com, and I love that brand, mm-hmm. and is an internationally renowned work smarter, not harder, which I also love, online marketing coach for entrepreneurs who want to maximize profits and minimize the amount of the time they put in, which I know that's a lot of our listeners. And, uh, you know, she's she's overcome some hurdles in her life, including, you know, coming from poverty, child abuse, rape, teen pregnancy, and near death. But despite that, she was able to persevere and uh, she created her first $10,000 a month within four months online at the age of 22 and then generated over 150k in her next business within four months at the age of 23 and uh, her first market like a nerd launch she generated a hundred uh, $120,000 in 90 days so you know, I think the numbers speak for themselves and she, you know, her clients numbers speak for themselves as well. You know, she's helped clients turn $700 into a hundred K using Facebook ads, $300 into 16 K using webinars. She sold out coaching programs in 90 days. So, you know, I, I think she's got a, a lot of wisdom to share with us today. She's been featured in media, huge media outlets like ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, the, the list goes on. So guys, without further ado, I'm really excited and honored to be able to welcome, uh, Amanda Goldman Petrie to the show today. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Now, before we kick things off, walk us through your journey. You know, I mean, you you started obviously uh, as a young entrepreneur and you found success quite quickly. Walk us through your journey that brought you here today in this moment as <laughs> the webinar expert on on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So first, thanks for having me. And thank you guys for listening. So like you said, my name is Amanda Golden Petrie. Uh, my friends call me AGP, though. So you're welcome to call me AGP. I like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like you said, I started out as an entrepreneur very, very young at the age of 21. Um, but let's I'll take you back a little bit before that, because it really impacted the way that I grew my business. Uh, like you said, I had to overcome a lot as a child, I grew up in poverty in a blue light district of bloody more murder land <laughs> or mm. Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I grew up in such a crazy household, I mean, I love my mom to death, but terrible choice in men. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I do love her, but oh, man. Um, and so because of that, you know, growing up with a drug addict for a father and a, an abuser for a stepfather, I sort of buried my head in books. I became a type A overachieving nerd who really believed that working hard and hustling was going to make me successful. And so I was successful by society standards. You know, I got into a top 15 university in the entire world. I was valedictorian of every school I ever went to. And when I got into that university, Johns Hopkins, I was like, okay, awesome. Now I'm going to be successful and be able to create a different life for myself. Well, it didn't really work out that way. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, when I was 18, well, 17, uh, I was gonna, I, I got out, I walked out of the dentist office. I had just gotten my braces off and I was about to go back home to kind of have one last hoorah with some of my friends before we went off to college. And while I was walking across the street, there was an 80 year old man driving his minivan going 50 miles an hour. Oh, and wow. he hit me. Uh, he collided with my leg. My head shattered his windshield. And then he finally realized he hit me. Um, and he slammed on his brakes, but my body flew into the intersection. And my head was about a foot away from being crushed by a passing 18-wheeler. Um, and that was the moment that changed it all. That was when I realized, crap, I'm mortal. I'm going to die eventually. <laughs> and I lived this time. But if I had died, you know, I would have spent so much of my short life not really being happy. You know, I would have been doing everything that was that it was expected of me by society. I wouldn't I didn't have a childhood. I didn't really enjoy myself. And so that's when I started going on this journey to figure out what's going to make me happy, what's going to make my life meaningful. And long story short, cuz I had to it was a lot of trial and error, I found marketing. And when I found marketing, it it was like you know when you hear those stories about when you meet your lover and like your eyes meet, <laughs> your <laughs> yep. and it's like love at first sight. That's what marketing was like for me. Um, and I fell in love. I quit grad school. I quit all of my jobs. I went out at the age of twenty one, started my first business. It was rough, you know, mm -hmm. first one, not so hot. <laughs> Um, but the second one is when I got it. Again, like you said, four months, I had hit my first $10,000 month at the age of 22, and I've had bigger and bigger successors, successes and faster and faster time frames since then. And now I'm really focusing on the next stage of my journey, being scaling the business to multi-millions. That's awesome. And, you know, it's <laughs> funny. I mean, more and more entrepreneurs, I guess, and I think especially in the digital realm where we are, I hear that more and more often now is it's not it's not primarily about the money. Yeah. It's about the fulfillment, about doing what you want. And it's about the happiness and freedom that you get out of that. And, um, you know, I, I interviewed, uh, yeah, uh, just recently I interviewed a gentleman. I mean, he's, you know, he's built multiple businesses, seven, eight figure businesses. And, you know, again, he's, he's, he's at that point as well where he's saying, no, you know, it's, it's, it's not about the money. Yeah. It's about the, the freedom and the happiness and the fulfillment that the entrepreneurship can give you. And, you know, I think you'd agree that it's not all, it's not all roses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's some challenges along the way, but uh, you know that's a, I think it's a really inspiring story, and uh, and one of the things that's fascinating. So you, you didn't end up going. Did you go to university then? I did. I graduated um, from Johns Hopkins. Okay. In in four years with seven different honors and three different majors because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so I just ended up taking everything. <laughs> well, there you go. You're well-rounded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So, okay, now let's dive into webinars, okay? So, you know, first of all, why webinars? You know, what drew you to webinars? You know, why, how are you using them? Let's start there. Yeah. Well, so uh, originally I just did webinars because that's what everyone else was doing. Um, mm -hmm. But now, no, now knowing what I know now, it's be it's for a much uh, more strategic reason. <laughs> what I've discovered throughout, you know, this is my fourth business. So through all of that trial and error, what I've discovered is that people 
really overcomplicate marketing. Like they make it so complicated. You hear all these different things about, you know, like list building and giveaways and social media marketing and Facebook advertising and mm-hmm. telesummits and like there's all these different things that people tell you have to do to market. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to simplify it and say there's got to be a way that all these things work together. And so I discovered there's a system, there's a three-step system that you use to make money online and everything you see out there that people are teaching you falls into one of these three steps of the system. So the system is attract, nurture, convert. So the first step is you have to attract leads into your business, get people to become aware of who you are. Once they're aware of who you are, and typically this means they're on your mailing list or they're in your Facebook group, they're on some type of list where you can market to them later. So you've attracted the lead into your business. They know who you are. Mm-hmm. The next step is you have to nurture the relationship because it's not enough for them to know who you are. They have to actually like who you are and trust you enough to buy from you. And so you nurture the relationship. And once they're at that stage where they're not just, um, you know, members of your community, but they're evangelists for your brand, Mm -hmm. that's when you put an offer in front of them. And that's when... Stage three comes, which is convert. You convert them from an evangelist into a paying client. Mm -hmm. And so everything that you see out there falls into one of these three categories. When people talk about list building, that's the attraction system. When they talk about telesummits, that's the attraction system. When they talk about Facebook groups and social media, that's your nurture system. When they talk about sales, that's your conversion system. It all falls into one of these three. So the reason I love webinars is because it actually does all three of these at once. (laughs) It makes the, the sales process incredibly fast, plus Mm -hmm. they're automatable. You know, when I talk about scaling a business, I I always say you need three things. You need leverage, automation, delegation. And on a webinar, you can sell a leveraged offer, you can automate the entire process, and you can delegate the process of sending ads to the webinar. Mm -hmm. So it's it's incredibly scalable. So webinars, you build your list. um, That's your attraction system by sending Facebook ads to the webinar. So that's how you... you, you nail the first step, the attraction system. Um, While they're on the webinar, you're giving them so much value, you nurture the relationship. And then at the end of the webinar, you pitch something and they buy and that's the conversion. So it's a really fast way to go through the process. So why do you think it's faster than other methods? Say your, you know, online funnel, stuff like that. Why, Why are webinars faster? Um, well, because typically, well, once they're automated, okay, uh, okay, take a step back. Once yeah. they're automated, they are faster. Sure, sure. <laughs> the live versions do take a while because the live versions you have to, you know, promote it and then you have to do the, the webinar live and everything. But once it's automated, typically the way that I'm running them are the webinars are running every hour on the hour. So if someone, like, for example, opted into one of my webinars on demand right now, it's 2.18 where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next webinar would start at three. The webinar would finish at four. So within less than two hours, they would have already bought. That's a really, really quick time frame for someone to go from not knowing me to buying from me. Wow. Okay. So now let's let's uh, let's dig into this because I think a lot of the listeners are going, "What? You have a webinar every hour? How do, <laughs> how, do, how does that happen? Um, that doesn't sound like you know work smart, right? Like it sounds like you're working a lot. <laughs> how how are you doing a webinar every hour? 
It is automated. I have a tool, a software that's doing it for me. So at one point or another, I did do the webinar live. I do mm-hmm. tell people you should do your webinar live first to make sure it's ready to be automated. Um, and I can walk you through that process a little bit later. Um, but you do it first. You do it live first. And then once it's automated, I usually use something like Stealth Seminar. It's a piece of software where it basically um, sets it up so that every hour the, um, the video file of you presenting the webinar actually reruns every single solitary hour without you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and just as a side note, big fan of stealth webinars. I've yes! actually, I've I had Jeff <laughs> on this show. In fact, he was one of my first interviews, um, yeah. well over a year ago. And stealth is awesome. It's uh, they're amazing. Yeah, and and the reason why is because they just do everything for you. Yeah, uh, which which is incredible. You don't have to mess with the technology. So, um, okay, so now let's. I I'm curious. To, to kind of dig into this process that you've created, because I love I love short, I love fast, and <laughs> and and I, I love getting a good result, and I know all the listeners do as well. So let's start at the beginning. So you're right now, you're running Facebook ads. Is that your primary way to fill webinars at this point? Uh, the automated ones, yes. Yeah. Uh, when I'm doing them live, I do it a little bit differently. Um, generally, this is what I tell people: if you want to fill a webinar, you literally just pop the registration up and then you send traffic to it. And there are three ways to send traffic. Uh, There's free traffic, which is usually your email list, or if you have a Facebook group, it's your Facebook group. So it's usually traffic you own. Mm -hmm. Um, There's paid traffic, which is things like Facebook advertising, Twitter advertising, LinkedIn advertising. And then there's affiliate traffic where you get someone else to promote it um, to promote it for you. So when I'm running it live, I try to do a mixture of um, free, paid, and affiliate traffic. And when it's automated, I usually just let the Facebook ads do the work. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, if you want true automation and scale um, and reliable, consistent income, unlocking that code for uh, you know the formula for buying traffic and converting that paid traffic, that's the best way to do it for, I think, over time. I mean, if you're relying purely on free traffic, it's not consistent and sustainable, nor is... And it's slow. And it's slow. And same with, a, yeah. you know, affiliates as well. You can only go to an affiliate so many times, you know, um, before they're going to say, well, no, I, I burnt out my list on this. So, um, you know, I think that's that's one of the secrets, I think, from all entrepreneurs I know and all the success I've had with this is you've got to find a way to buy consistent traffic and convert yeah. it. You know, I think that the big problem there, and 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 not just with Facebook ads either, or paid advertising, but also with with webinars and with with automated marketing funnels, is people get impatient and they give up too soon. Mm-hmm. You know, it does take setup work and it takes time um, and testing and tweaking to get it right. But once it is right, it works like crazy, and you don't have to do any of the you don't have to put in any effort to make the sales anymore. Like. Um, for example, my Facebook ads, it took like five or my, my, my automated webinar funnel, it took like five iterations for me to get it just right. But, yep. it's, but it's right now. And we have cold audiences, people who have never like met us before going to our landing pages and 71% of them are opting into our webinars. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So, okay, so right now, you, it, let's let's focus on the Facebook ads. And I want to walk through the process um, of what you're doing here. So you're buying the ads on Facebook, you know, using their incredible targeting options. Um, when you're running the ads, give us an idea of what you're putting out to these people. What does the ad look like? What are you having success with? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So I love this. Uh, I have a very, hmm, how do you say, interesting brand. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually noticed that when my, the crazier my images are, the better the click, click through rate is. So, um, my branding is actually perfect for Facebook ads because it really, really pops. So I wear like really weird clothes in my ads yep. and I have really bold um, color schemes for the for the images. So crazy images of me in weird cloth- clothing <laughs> yeah. um, with some sort of um, quick text about what the webinar is. So like I have a long name for the webinar, but then I also have a really short name for the webinar. So one of them, for example, is, um, discover how I repeatedly welcome 50 new ideal clients every 90 days and the three leverage launch strategies you can use to do it too. It's really, really long, but that all can't fit on the ad Mm -hmm. on the ad. So the text on the ad, the ad image is like, 50 new client, 50 clients in 90 days. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's the image. Mm-hmm. And then the copy, I actually usually write at least the positioning of the copy myself and then, um, or like the idea of it. And then I give it to my, um, ads manager to go and finish. So normally what I'm doing is I'm breaking down each, um, webinar or offer into a couple different angles or positions. Um, So for example, we just launched a new funnel going to a video program. And with the video program, there's a few benefits of it. It, You're going to increase your confidence, not just on camera, but in your business in general. You're going to be able to increase your impact. You're going to be able to really stake your claim as an authority, and you're going to be able to increase your income. Those are four different benefits of this webinar and this offer. So I actually create an ad for each messaging. And then I put it out there to see which message is going to resonate best. That way, when I'm tweaking my funnel later on, I can make sure to really laser in on the message that converts the best. Mm-hmm. And, and and I just want to stop because what you just said there <laughs> was so powerful. And that is you test a whole bunch of different angles effectively mm-hmm. and positioning to see which one's getting the best, I would assume, in, interaction click-through. And mm-hmm. then once you've determined then you're adjusting your landing page to be more congruent with the ad that is performing the best. So everybody listening, that is a brilliant process. And I don't think enough people do that. So uh, when you find a winning ad, make sure your landing page is as congruent as it can be to that message. So yeah. that that is awesome. And uh, and I love how much you're testing. And I just want to go back to one other point that you uh, <laughs> that you brought up here. And that is... It takes time to make these work. Yeah. Everybody listening, let that sink in. I've seen too many people put up a ad, drive it to a page and go, oh, it didn't work. That sucks. I give up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the first time I did this, I had to spend $1,500 before I ever made a cent back. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's it. And here's the thing. I, I used to, I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time. We were talking beforehand and I've, I've come out of the Dan Kennedy circle as well. And I've done direct mail and, and, mm. and like snail mail back, you know, in, in the day. Um, and, uh, it takes forever to get results. And yeah, you want to talk about losing. That's hard to oh, split test too. <laughs> totally. And you want to talk about losing a lot of money? Um, so, I mean, t- when you say today that oh, I lost $1,500, I mean, anybody that's been in the advertising world or direct response world and has done offline stuff is like, really? 
That's yeah. it. That's not. <laughs> and, and then you were profitable. Like that's incredible, right? So, you know, I think new entrepreneurs getting started, they really have to shift their expectation of, of how they're going to get results. I mean, if you get a result right away, high five. Like that's the, that's the exception, not the rule. Um, so anyway, so, sorry I interrupted there, Amanda. I just it's such an important <laughs> point to bring home, and uh, so I just wanted to really reiterate that. So okay, so um, back to Facebook now. Now let, let's shift to uh, to landing page for mm-hmm. webinars. So you create these ads. You got the crazy clothing. You've got and and just as a side note, another thing to point out there is. Um, uh, you know, you're very compelling, clear benefits that you're putting into your ads. You know, 50 clients, 50 days. Yes, right? Your images are loud, bold, and stand out, right? And they're a little wacky. And so, guys listening, when you're creating your Facebook ads, that's what works. If you're just Have fun with them. Totally. <laughs> if you're totally vanilla, um, yeah, it's not going to fly. Um, well, it may. It may. I shouldn't say that's not going to fly. It just may not be as effective as it could be because, it's, yeah. it, you know, people are overlooking it. Okay, so you've got these – you get the ad, then the landing page, okay? So what does a webinar landing page look like? Yeah, so again, if you're doing it – okay, if you're doing it live, typically what I'm doing is I actually have two landing pages, um, one for a warm audience who already knows me and then one for a cold audience who doesn't know me yet. Um, and, and I know it sounds a little complicated, but honestly, um, once you've set up those two templates for every single solitary webinar, you never have to set it up again. You literally just duplicate the two pages and then change the text. Um, so it, might sound like a lot of work, but it's really not. You create these two templates, one for warm, one for cold. And then for every webinar you do thereafter, you just duplicate it, change the to- change the copy. The reason why I do this is I've actually tested this a whole lot. And I noticed if I sent my warm traffic to a page that had a ton of text and, and you know, like persuasive copy, it actually only converted at standard. And it's standard industry standard is like 20% of the people who go to um, the page will opt in. And for a warm audience, I think that's really low. I am mm-hmm. a lot higher. Um, I want like 40, 50, 60% of people who know me opting into my stuff. So I actually took away a lot of the copy. And I noticed if my page just had a picture of me, the headline and a countdown timer, pe- pe- if they knew me, that's all they needed. They were just going to opt in from there. And it's like 40 to 70% of um, people are opting into those warm pages. But if I sent People, if I sent cold traffic, people who didn't know me to that type of page, it bombed. Sure, of course. <laughs> because yeah. it wasn't enough information. They didn't know me. Like my face doesn't matter to them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I created a different page with more persuasive copy. I have my headshot on there to get to create some um, facial recognition, to start that facial recognition from there. But it's not at all the focus of it. For, the, mm. for people who don't know me, the focus of the page is persuasive copy. So it's usually the headline. Um, a button, uh, like three bullet points of, um, you know, like benefits for like what they're going to get out of the webinar, um, a warning about, you know, like missing, like how, what my capacity is for the software for the webinar and then another button. So the, the cold one has a little bit more copy mm-hmm. and I use both of those when it's the live webinar. Cause I'm usually promoting with my email lists and, and, you know, like affiliate traffic with the live webinars. But once it's automated, um, I'm usually just using the cold landing page because I'm just sending cold traffic from Facebook ads. Right. So, and guys, so just, just to reiterate what Amanda said there, which is so important, treat your cold leads 
different than your warm leads. And yeah. so, again, this is a huge – I see it all the time, right? You know, people post Facebook. They'll create a Facebook ad. They'll target all the people that like them, that follow them, but then target to, uh, you know, people that have no relationship with them, all driving to the same page. And yeah. and it, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, you're skewing your results. So I want everybody to take a, that 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 was a that was a powerful nugget of wisdom there <laughs> that uh, that you guys need to be taking into consideration when you're buying advertising. Treat uh, your cold leads different, which is awesome. And and I, I love that was a really powerful tip there that you gave. Um, and I love conversion strategies like that. That's why I love these <laughs> in- interviews. I went, ah, oh, that's brilliant. The countdown timer, the headline, the picture of you for warm leads c- converts more than, than the sales stuff. So guys, everybody listening, that was, I, I mean, that cost Amanda a lot of money to discover. And, and so you just got that for free. So Amanda, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. that's, that's amazing. So, okay, let's, uh, now let's, let's move down the process, okay? So somebody comes, they've now signed up for your webinar. And uh, let's say, okay, so you have two. You have the live and then you have your automated, okay? Mm-hmm. Now let, let's talk automated. It happens every hour, mm-hmm. correct? So. Yeah. Uh, and I know this is Jeff. Jeff kind of pioneered this with Stealth Webinar. So every hour, when somebody comes to the website, they see that there's a webinar starting within the next hour. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and and now Jeff said to me the attendance rate when you do that. Yeah. I for, I forget exactly what it was, but I, like it was something ludicrous compared to the forty or fifty percent or less people get less, on live webinars. Yeah. yeah. So what are you seeing there from turn up rates? Yeah, well, so and just so that you can see how crazy it is when the webinar is live. Um, actually, honestly, if you if you don't really have a list, your show up rate is usually only like 18 percent. But the average is around 30 percent for a live webinar. But when you automate it, it's usually at minimum 50. But I'm usually seeing over 70 percent. I mean, over 70s it, for cold traffic. Somebody just went, they entered their name and then showed up for a webinar. That's yeah, that's enormous. And so right when they sign up, are you? Uh, what kind of communication? They, I mean, it's only happening in an hour, so you're not going to put them in a responder sequence, I assume. Um, well, I do. I do. I, I do because it depends upon how early they sign. Like if they sign up 45 minutes beforehand, I want to remind them when it's, um, you know, when it's about yeah. like five minutes before it's about to happen. But if they sign up like three minutes beforehand, they're not going to get anything. So yeah. um, I have one autoresponder that goes out immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what time they sign up. And that is just like the generic autoresponder that says like, here's what it's about. Um, here's why you should show up. Here's the link to show up. Um, but then for people who show up, who, who opt in before, anytime before five minutes before the webinar starts. So like if it starts at um, three and they opt in at two uh, 40, oh wait, two, 54, <laughs> yep. then they're going to get one more at the five minute mark that, um, it's just like a really quick one. Cause I don't want them reading. I want them heading over. Gotcha. Um, so it's a really, really quick one just with the dial in information or the link that they can join and it sends them to the, um, to the webinar. Right. Okay. So, okay. So, and now with your live webinars, Mm-hmm. I assume you don't do one of those every hour. You'd have no life. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So when you're doing a live webinar, how far out in advance do you start advertising it and driving signups? Yeah. So if you have an email list, 
Um, I actually rec. So, okay, actually, before I say this, a <laughs> uh, quick little nugget. The shorter your promotional period, the higher the show up rate. Yeah. Okay. So if you promote 24 hours in advance, you'll probably have a higher show up rate than if you promoted two weeks in advance um, because people will have less time to forget. Um, so usually for my mailing list, because that's not really something I have to test or have to gather over time. Um, usually for my mailing list, I'm sending an email out 24 to 72 hours in advance. And that's it like that. I, I, I don't promote any further out than that. 24 to, to 72 hours Gotcha. Max. Okay. Um, then for Facebook ads, if I'm using Facebook ads for the live webinar, um, uh, that's usually going to be like a 7 to 10 day time frame. That way I have time to test things and mm-hmm. get, you know, the traffic working. Got it. Got it. Okay. So um, so now let's let's shift to the webinar itself. And again, mm-hmm. you know, we've got, we've got automated, we've got live. Um, I'm going to dig into the automated a little bit more here. So first question that everybody asks when, when I talk about webinars or uh, evergreen or automated webinars is they're like, well, does it, do people think it's live? Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, uh, well, for the automated ones, I actually, I, you know, I really build my business based on integrity and that's like, I rant about integrity and business ethics all of the freaking time. Yeah. So um, I actually purposely never call it a live webinar. If it's automated, I'll call it a webinar on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone asks me, do I have a webinar? I'll say, yeah, I have a webinar on demand right here. Um, in the Facebook ads, I don't say it's live. And actually on the landing page, I don't say it's live either. I'll either say it's a webinar on demand or I'll just call it a webinar. Um, but I never say it's live because I don't want to lie. And and I mean, honestly, I was probing there because I was curious. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, but I'm totally in line with you. Um, you know, I think here's the reality. People are getting smarter and smarter. And here's here's one of the questions. When I do webinars now, uh, you know, inevitably somebody will always ask when it's just getting started, is this live? Are you real? Right? <laughs> because cause pe- people have been to these webinars. We're like, hey, welcome to our live webinar. And, yeah. you know, it's some bot answering questions. It's not it's not real. Yeah. Well, you know what? Part of the problem – and I, I actually accidentally – I did this when I first started automating, so I've learned this over time. When I first started automating webinars, I got that. I got people putting in the chat box saying, is this live? This isn't live. Like, this is such a lie. And it, like, really hurt me because I didn't want to be deceiving people. That wasn't my intention. What Mm -hmm. I realized um, is it was the way that I was doing the – it was the way that I was presenting on the webinar that made them – that made them feel gypped. Um, So – if you just play like if you just place a um, completely replayed version of the live one, it's gonna uh, you're you're gonna be answering questions to people who aren't actually um, asking questions because in the live version you're asking questions mm-hmm. or you're answering questions um, and you're gonna be communicating back and forth with people. You're gonna be telling people to like ask questions, um, but if you place just the, the, the replay of that in an automated way, um, people are going to feel deceived because they're like, people aren't actually live asking these questions. So what I did is I every time I do a webinar live and I see that it's converted, I actually re-record it on my computer and I take out anything that um, could be misconstrued as me um, potentially answering people's questions, mm-hmm. anything like that. So like if I ask an engagement question, I'll just say, put it in the chat box. Um, and then I'll say, um, typically when I ask this question, people are saying blank. 
So I'll just kind of like mm. summarize what my answer would be if people asked. And people, um, so when they're watching my automated webinars, they are actually not really asking questions, which mm-hmm. is good. I don't want people asking questions on an automated webinar and me not answering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And and so, guys, everybody listening, I, I think the positioning that a- Amanda's using there is brilliant. It's I love the the word on demand. Okay, so you're not saying to people this is live. You're not portraying it to be live because, frankly, people are smart. And if they feel that their first encounter with you um, was less than um, direct, you're going to lose them. So I, I think that on demand is a brilliant way to uh, to position that and and works yeah. really well. So now let's let's dig a little bit into webinar content. Okay, sure. so when you take somebody off of Facebook, particularly a cold lead, they don't know you. Um, they've signed up for this webinar. Uh, it's within an hour. They probably have an immediate problem that they're trying to solve. They got some reason that they're there. Uh, give us the 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 skeleton of what this webinar structure looks like, length, sort of how you're building credibility, content yeah. versus selling. I, yeah, I actually do things very different and weird in comparison to the way that most people do them. So um, you'll probably learn a lot here. So it's 60, that, it's 60 minutes. That's not weird. <laughs> That's yeah. <pretty> normal. <laughs> um, it's a 60 minute webinar. Um, and I usually, and I actually, um, I don't do any, you know, like when people do live webinars, when they, um, they're like, they might wait for people to hop on if they're late and they might like take like a, this like, oh, just like such a long time explaining what they're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. And they'll like welcome people. I don't do that on my webinars. I just say, all right, I really want to honor your time. I said, we're going to start at three. We're going to start right at three. Let's dive in. And I'm on each slide, maybe for like, not not even a minute. I go through, I have a, about 120 to 180 slides for every single webinar and it's only 60 minutes. So I'm mm-hmm. going through them very, very quickly, which keeps visual interest. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people also go on and on and on about who they are and their own story. I only have three slides about my, uh, about me. Um, and it is, and I weave them into the story so that it's almost like it's a part of the content. Mm -hmm. It's like a teaching point. Like this that you're about to learn is what allowed for me to boom, boom, boom. And then I give three points about successes I've had in my business or my life as a result of this. So it's more like it's a part of the story. I'm not saying who am I and why should you listen to me? That's kind of boring. Um, then the other thing that I do is that I, I don't know that I've seen anyone else do this. I'm not sure. But um, is I get people to give me a promise in the beginning that keeps them until the end. So like um, a lot of webinar gurus will talk about having a stick strategy, something that gets them to stick until the end. You will say, hey, if you stick with me until the end, I'll give you this gift. And one of the things I realized is if I do that, it detracts from the pitch at the end because people are like, oh, I got this free thing. I don't need the paid thing. So I tried the normal guru stick strategy and it didn't really work. What I do now is I get people to make a promise and they have to fulfill the promise at the end of the webinar. And usually when, and I actually say, I'm like, can you pinky promise me this? Go ahead and say yes or no in the chat box. And they'll say, yes, they just made me a promise. They're not going to break their promise. They're, they're going to stick around until the end now. Mm-hmm. So a great example of this would be in my 50 clients in 90 days webinar. I say, um, after I walk you through these three launch strategies, I need you to pinky promise me that you're going to choose one strategy to focus on for the next 90 days in an effort to get 50 clients. You don't need to choose the strategy now. You haven't even learned them yet. After you learn the three strategies, promise me you're going to choose one and focus on it for 90 days. Go ahead and say yes or no 
in the chat box. And the faster that you answer, the faster we can move on. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. You're actually getting commitment virtually. And there's power in that, right? When people promise something, whether it's virtual or not, uh, I mean, there's it's a marketing principle. There's, there's studies on this, right? It's yeah. amazing what people will do versus, and I'm trying to remember if it was in the book Influence, potentially, um, they did a test where they had people volunteer to help out versus people that were paid to help out at something. I don't remember what it was. Oh, eating cockroaches? <laughs> Was that the thing? And if they if they if they got paid to eat the cockroaches, they reported that they had very very negative feedback. But if they volunteered to do it, they had very no. Feedback. <laughs> no haven't heard that one. Uh, <laughs> glad I wasn't part of the test either. But but no, it was actually in a you uh, know in, in a volunteering work environment. Like hey, um, you know, can you help me? Can you be there to help me move? And when people actually volunteer something like that yeah. versus paying them, they work a lot harder. Yeah. Um, and so you, you, I love how you've done that there. I think you're applying that same psychology. So, oh yeah, I actually, I talk about how in like every stage of my webinar, I'm getting micro commitments because the yeah. more times you can train them to say yes to you, the more likely they're to say yes to your paid offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's a strategy that, I mean, I do a lot of speaking and if I'm positioning a product, your ask it's, it's getting commitment. You, you watch the, the best, um, uh, guys that can sell from stage at events and uh, a Harv Ecker, people like, I mean, Harv Ecker, I don't know if you've ever watched any of Harv Ecker's stuff, but I mean, that's what he's, he's, he's always asking the audience, yes or yes, yes or yes, right? <laughs> Drives me crazy. But he he's getting that commitment over and over. So that's, yeah. uh, that's so powerful. All right, keep going. All right. So then uh, the other big thing about my um, webinar, so after I have, you know, introduced the topic, introduced um, my story and gotten the promise is then I get into the content. And what a lot of people do on their webinars is they give tons and tons and tons and tons of content because people think content is value. I know that's not true. Transformation is value. So what I do is I design my webinars to provide a transformation. And what I have found provides a transformation on a webinar is really, honestly, just getting people to make a decision. You get people to make one decision on their webinar, and that's incredibly transformational because most webinars just give info. Mm -hmm. So what I do is um, I actually only give one little how. That's it. Like I give um, – I talk about what the step is, why it's really important, what the bad – you know, like what the pros and cons are, like the bad stuff, the good stuff. I give one tiny little how, like how you can implement this step, and that's really it. Then at the end, I get people to make a decision, which is usually what the promise is. Like you remember when I gave the example, you have to choose one to focus mm -hmm. on for 90 days. That's me getting them to make a decision at, by the end of the webinar. And I'm giving them only the information that they need to be able to make that decision. And again, that's such another powerful lesson there because too many people get on and they over deliver and just bombard people with so much information that they sabotage themselves even when they do make an offer. Yeah, well, they think they're over-delivering. They're actually under-delivering by doing that because if you want to give value to people, you have to recognize that information is not value. When you're overwhelming people, they can't take action, and action is where the transformation happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so let's let's now shift to the to the, the action, right? So how are you driving people to action and converting them from, you know, just somebody that just saw you on Facebook an hour mm -hmm. ago to now a uh, 
paying customer. Yeah, so it has to do with the pitch and the follow-up. So um, once I've gotten them to make that decision, if the decision is not in alignment with my offer, okay, they can go, they can leave the webinar. But if the decision is in alignment with my offer, so for example, if the decision is, yes, I want to use Facebook ads to grow my business and make money from it this year, awesome, I've got an offer for that. If the decision is, I want to use launch strategy number one to grow my business, awesome, I've got an offer for that. So if the decision's in alignment with my offer, they keep listening to the pitch. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I um, essentially walk people through like what the features are for the, well, actually first I do the benefits. So first I say, here's the offer and here's the desired outcome for it. And I always have an explicitly stated clear desired outcome for all of my offers. So here's the, here's what we're working towards in this, um, in this offer. And then I'll say, that's what's really important, but I know that some people like to know what you're going to get. So here are the vessels by which I am going to bestow that outcome onto you. <laughs> and then I go and I list out all of the like stuff that they get, the calls, the like Facebook group, the modules and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll list all of that out. Then I'll say, here's what, it, here's what the value of it is. And I always do this very differently than most people. I say the value of this is based on the real results me and my clients have achieved from this. So I have legit have cl- had clients make this amount of money using this. That's what the value is because I've tested and proven that's what this creates. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what the usual investment is. And that's you know what I've sold it for in the past. And here's what the investment is today. And that's usually like a webinar special. Um, then I will say, uh, then I'll go through objections. And one of the objections is usually money. So I will actually, this is another thing I do that's very, very different. I've actually never seen anyone else do this before, um, is I'll say, um, okay, if this, if like money is, if money is a concern, here's another option for you and I'll give a payment plan option, but here's what I do differently. My payment plans have no financing fees. You know how like people will tack on like an extra amount and yep. it's uh, it's an ex- you know, you, you end up paying extra because you're choosing a payment plan. Sure. I actually, I tell people, I say, um, there's no financing fee with this payment plan and here's why. If you are not able to afford the pay in full right now, it is a responsible decision on your part as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, to choose this payment plan because you're you're preserving your cash flow. And who am I as a, as a coach to punish you for making the responsible decision as a business owner? For me, I actually love preserving cash flow. So even if I can afford something as, in a um, as a pay in full, I choose the payment plan all the time anyway. So how can I expect you to do any differently? I'm not going to punish you if you if you can't afford the pay, the pay in full, just go with the payment plan. Here's what it is. And so what is your split between people who take payment plan versus full pay? Almost everyone chooses the payment plan. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, you've just sold, I mean, you just sold me on the payment plan as well. Yeah. Um, but it's, I love how you positioned that because I mean, you just built your, your credibility. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, well, you created connection. You, you gave me an option that, that, made the price feel even lower to me and made it like, oh my God, yeah, God, why wouldn't I do this, right? And you know what else is cool too? A lot of people get worried that they're going to, if they're going to, if they do payment plans, it's risky for them because people won't finish paying. Mm-hmm. I have I have a less than 1% um, rate of people not finishing their payments or asking for refunds. I mean, I don't even remember the last time someone's asked for a refund. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. That's awesome. Okay, so now you've gone through the the the, the positioning, the offer. Um, when you say the today's webinar discount, 
Mm-hmm. Are you positioning any urgency in there, time limits, anything yes. like that? So I say there's a 48-hour time limit, and um, the way that I use – the way that I do this is when they click over to the sales page, there's a countdown timer that's set up to be evergreen through mm-hmm. a piece of software. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. I personally use uh, Timerlay. So if you go to timerlay.com, um, I think there's like a yearly fee for it, but pretty much every funnel I use uses Timerlay, and it's set up to register people's IP address. So when you go to the page – oh, I know you just visited the page at this time. It's going to start counting down. And if you pass 48 hours, the page redirects somewhere else. And so I usually redirect them either to a sales page with what I said the usual investment is Mm -hmm. or to a page that says, sorry, you're out of time. Click over here to join my Facebook group or to a downsell. I'll say, I'm sorry, you're, you're out of time. You missed this offer, but here's one that might you know, he, here's a different one just to like, so that you don't leave empty handed. <laughs> right, right. And so now here's the, the million dollar question, um, which everybody I know is wondering and is what does conversion look like and what price points are you dealing with off of cold leads? Oh, you know what? It's interesting. I, um, uh, I used to think that the lower price points would work better because they're lower. And actually I, uh, recent, well, it was like a few months ago. Um, I, I relaunched one of my funnels, everything being exactly the same, except I changed the price point from $99 to $297. And actually the conversion went up, <laughs> Wow, <laughs> which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have funnels at a lot of different price ranges and they're all pretty successful. Um, we actually, my, my business is very atypical in that I completely rebel against the idea that you can only teach one type of entrepreneur. I know that there is a business, there is a, there is a wealth pyramid. There is a ladder of stages of business where some people are in debt, some people are not in debt, but they're broke. Some people are looking to scale, et cetera. And so I actually have an offer for every single stage of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have price points at as low as $197. And even that one makes profit yep. <laughs> on, the fr- on the front end. Like you would think you, I would break even, but no, no, I make profit on that one. Wow. Um, uh, I've got a, I've got a bunch of them at 297. I have found that that's a pretty um, pretty good uh, price point for some entry level buyers, and then you upsell them from there into higher ticket offers. Mm-hmm. Um, then 497, 997, and um, if I want to get over that, I mean, technically you can sell anything up to two three thousand dollars on a webinar, but mm-hmm. personally, if I'm going to sell over 99 uh, 900. $97. I don't know why that was so hard for me to get out. Um, <laughs> I am just sending people into a phone call and then they're getting on the phone and then I'm selling them from there. Yeah. And then that, that, that makes sense. And one of the things I want to point out here to, to the listeners is one of the powers of webinars, um, is, is very similar to why, you know, I've, I've done so many live events as well is because it's the fastest way to take somebody from cold, not yeah. knowing you to a much more significant investment price point into a higher level package that if you're not doing a webinar or live type event, it gets much more difficult. And if you, if you look at a lot of the, um, the formulas, you know, if you look at, you know, Ryan Dice's, the machine, stuff like that, they're talking about tripwire offers or low price products to, to, to get them to make the buying decision and then upselling them from there, which mm-hmm. my experience has been with webinars, uh, yeah. you can bypass that and just go s- straight to the, to what they really need anyway. Um, yeah. and move them up much quicker. And, and so I, I assume that's exactly what you're experiencing. 
Yeah, you know, I I love sales funnels. So I, you know, I've tried a bunch, like a ton of different types of sales funnels. And actually, like, like I have to rein my creativity and my um, serial entrepreneurness uh, down to just focus on webinars because they really are the most successful ones that I've seen. Yeah, and and. I mean, everybody I've worked with, people, students of mine in different programs, the ones that um, are selling service, information products, higher ticket items, always have the most success with webinars right now, hands down. Um, yeah. That's just, just the way it is. So uh, huge, huge value there. Now, um, we're almost out of time, and uh, sure. you, you have completely uh, over-delivered, Amanda. <laughs> Um, that, that was awesome. There were so many, uh, knowledge bombs in there that, uh, that, you know, I, I just hope the listeners truly appreciate that because they don't understand how, I guess the time and effort and money that it takes to discover the stuff that you just shared. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, I mean, that was just a huge fast track for people that are either doing webinars or thinking about doing webinars. Now, before, before we wrap up, where can our listeners find out more about you? Where can they sign up for these webinars uh, and and uh, and connect with you? Yeah, well, all of my webinars are listed on marketlikeanerd.com along with all of my vlogs and my podcasts. Um, however, like I said, I have a different... Um, resource for each stage of business. And I am really big on giving you the most appropriate resource for your stage of business. Because what you're going to need if you're a new business owner is going to be a lot different than what you're going to need if you're making 10, 20, $30,000 and you want to scale it from there. Mm -hmm. um, so if you go to marketlikeanerd.com forward slash quiz, all you have to do is put in your name, your email address, and then just tell me what stage of business you're in. And if you don't know, it's okay. I'll give you descriptions on that page. And you just pick the one that sounds most appropriate for you. After you press submit, I will actually email you what I believe is the most appropriate um, action step for you to take based on your stage of business and a webinar, re a webinar on demand <laughs> that makes sense for you from there. Awesome. That is fantastic. And uh, I would highly encourage everybody to, uh, to, to, to get over there and, and, uh, and enter their email address and, and start learning from you because I, I just learned a ton. And I've been doing <laughs> webinars for a long time. And I love that because you gave me some different, different ways to, uh, to approach stuff. Because I mean, we get so focused on the conventional, well, here's how, yeah. every, here's how everybody do does it, right? Oh, I love rebelling against convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, you know, I, look, I, I'm all for models what model what's working right um and and so when there's an established system that's great but i love it when someone like you who goes goes throws the system out and finds a better way to do it and then i can copy you so that's <laughs> that's amazing um, free to model me that's okay <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so amanda thank you so much for being on the show today i know our listeners appreciate it and i truly appreciate it as well yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for listening. Awesome. All right, everyone. That was webinar expert Amanda Goldman Petrie. And as always, any of the links that were mentioned in this interview will be included in the show notes, along with our kick-ass transcripts of this episode that you'll find at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. And, uh, you know, if this is your first episode, you're not subscribed to the podcast, Go to iTunes, click subscribe. And if you like what you heard, leave me a review. Leave me a rating. I, that Guys, I, I love that. That gives me the fuel to keep going and making this the best podcast possible. And if you're not an Apple user, you'll find us on SoundCloud or now in the Google Play Store as well. Uh, so now it's time to take all these webinar tools, tips, and strategies that you've learned here today and take and apply that ingredient that is essential to actually making this work. 
And that ingredient is action. So go forth, take action, apply what you've learned, and stay tuned for more info-packed episodes of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale, signing off. Thanks for listening to another info-packed episode of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.